Daryl Ryder, our Browns beat reporter, joins us now. And Daryl, how are you? It's good to talk to you. Good, guys. How are you? Hanging in. He's brought to us by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Uh, Daryl, where, where are we with this team right now after the frustration of last week and knowing that you're walking into a Monday night game against a red-hot Cincinnati Bengals team? Like, uh, is this thing going to flip, or are we just destined for a bad season? Uh, well, if history is any indication, I think you know how this movie ends because we've seen it before. But uh, a lot of football to still be played. Anything can happen. That's why they play the games. And, um, you know, it, the, the schedule just doesn't get any easier. You get the Bengals for Halloween, a bye week. Then you have Miami, Buffalo, and Tampa Bay before you get Deshaun Watson back. I mean, that's that's a brutal stretch. And, uh They've already played the, quote, easy part of the schedule, and they didn't fare very well. They gave a couple games away there, so that's kind of why they're in the position that they're in. Daryl? Jeff? Trade deadline Tuesday. Should they be active? You know what I mean? Yes. We're, we're all talking about it. Okay, and should they be active in doing what? Acquiring selling. pieces or selling off? Selling. Okay. They have a lot of things to fix. I don't think bringing in one guy is going to – fix everything that's wrong with this team so what would you uh, sell uh i would sell kareem hunt i would sell Jadavian Clowney. i would sell any veteran that is in the final year of their contract that is not part of the future going forward okay. to try and get some additional draft capital to then hopefully flip into better draft capital because this notion that they're going to patch all these holes with third through seventh round picks is a fallacy and is not and is not a very intelligent approach on Andrew Barry's part. In fact, I think it'd be an arrogant approach on Andrew Barry's part to think that oh, I'm just going to draft a bunch of you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh rounders and they'll come in and start and handle what we need to handle. The other part of it, too, is, is you can't draft those. Th- you're not in a position to develop. You're not in a developmental position. You're in a win now position. And, and what we're seeing is, is a lot of Andrew Berry's draft picks are not win-now players. They're developmental players, which does nothing to help them win now. So um, I, I think that, the, you know, if they lose Monday night, I, I as much as I like Kareem Hunt and what he can bring, first of all, they don't use him. So it, I, I just I, I don't even know that it matters. Amen to that. Hunt. You know, they don't use him, so trade him, right? Um, Jadavian Clowney trading him would be, I think, a, a, a pretty big loss and would certainly make Miles Garrett's life much more difficult. But again, I think you take his temperature and see where he's at as far as, uh, you know, coming back again, uh, in 2023. And if he gives you the indication that he's really not inclined to want to return, then I think you try and get something for him too. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think you, you lose Monday night, you better be sellers trying to reacquire some some draft capital that you, you've had to give up to get Deshaun Watson. Uh, two questions. One, are you, you are waiting till after the game before you would make yeah. a trade? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because if you win, right, and now you're that makes you what? The three and three five. And five two below the 500 watermark. Uh, the, the reality is you're still probably sunk, but uh, you, the, the maybe trip to the bottom is a little slower. Um, but yeah, I think you wait until after the game because you go to two and six, you, the, the boat's hitting the bottom quickly. We, we talked about Kareem at the beginning, beginning of the show. You said one thing that we said, if you're not using him, you know, I would like to see him used. Riddle me this. Does he want to be back next year 
would he take a reasonable contract or is he looking to break the bank? Is you know, I understand that, but would he take a reasonable contract or do the Browns just want to move on from him next year? Well, the Browns have had Kareem Hunt at a discount uh, since he got here. So, you know, Kareem Hunt has uh, done what has been asked of him to uh, repair his image and his name. And um, so I, I, I think from his perspective, you know, careers careers are short in the NFL. So I, I think it's time for him to, to try and cash in. And uh, he certainly has earned that right to do that, Jeff. So, um, and if he's not going to get the production here, right, or get the opportunities here to be able to really cash in by, you know, putting up some numbers, then, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to stay here, would you? I mean, he did – remember, he did ask for a trade during training camp. Just Yeah. You know. <laughs> do, if they paid him, Daryl, do you think he would want to be here? or do you They're think not going to pay him, Jeff. Okay. All right. I, they're not. I mean, Andrew Barry is – what is it, three straight years he's drafted a running back? I forget. But, like, I mean, we were saying in training camp, how are you getting all these running backs touches? What are you going to do with all these running backs, right? Um. So I I just I don't see the Browns paying Kareem Hunt. Um, what's he worth in the market? And if you know they're not going to pay him, and you know he's going to be gone next year, I'm, why would you offer them anything more than a six or seventh round pick? You know he's going to be gone at the end of the year. You might get because uh, you're trying because you need him to help you win now. That's why. Well, you're, that's why you're, I'm, you're paying for the immediacy of the impact. Uh, I, and then I wonder what the compensatory. I mean, if you let him go at the end, what would the compensatory be on that? I like it's anywhere. I guy, you got to look. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I mean, it's somewhere between three and seven, but it's still. I just so what's he worth on the market then right now? What do you think? Probably a four. You're and you're letting him go for a four, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, need as many of those picks as possible so you can package to move up. Like that's the that's the goal. The goal is not to use the picks you get. The goal is to to package them to move up. Okay, because um, that's what they need to do. They need to move up as much as possible uh, in 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 the drafts, and to do that, more picks. Kevin Stefanski's play calling. Daryl, it, it's putting up terrific numbers offensively, statistically. It's not putting up wins. Are you happy with what he's doing? I, I like it, but it hasn't resulted in wins. But I do like what he's doing. And I think he's calling a great game for Deshaun Watson. But he's not here right now. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? You know what I mean? Uh, th- thanks thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening to me and reading me at 923thefan.com because that's what I've been saying and writing for weeks. He's calling the game for Deshaun Watson. That's what he's doing. Um, and it's not smart. So, no, I don't like what he's doing. You don't? Okay. No. And Call yet, the game where Jacoby Brissett. Yet, yet the numbers are pretty good, but you're not getting wins. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, great. The numbers are great. How many wins do they have? <laughs> The numbers are doing what for them? Losing. So, um, no, I don't think he's doing a good job. I don't think he's using Nick Chubb effectively. I don't think he's using uh, Jacoby Brissett effectively. Um, Kareem Hunt. You know, his, Kareem Hunt. His scripts are great coming out of the gate. They're fantastic. They're uh, on the opening drives. My goodness, uh, some of these that he has had have been they've just been a work of art uh, by NFL standards. But then you get into the nuts and guts of actually having to – do stuff on the fly, and that's when stuff goes awry. So um, I think he, I, I, he's okay, but I think he needs to be better himself, just like the football team.
This would have been the week that. Yes, Char- that's it, Andy. That's yeah. that's where we are. I know. Well, I trust me. I know that's. Right. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to Halloween. Ain't it great? <laughs> and you get the Bengals for Halloween. Yeehaw! Uh, I was going to go in a different direction. I want to ask you this: What do you think the expectation of the organization was going into the season? Playoffs. With Jacoby Brissett? Playoffs. Okay. Yeah. So that will be gone if they lose. On Monday night, correct? I mean, the history will tell you I think you it's, it's already gone, so... <laughs> I'll give you the 7% chance that most people think that they still have. So, what did, if the expectation going into this season was to make the playoffs, regardless of the quarterback, I'm assuming, right? Yep. What does that mean for the coaching staff? Uh, that's a good question, and not one that can be answered right now. Um, look, they... Look at how they've lost. So the way that they've lost tells you that the expectation was not unreasonable, right? Because they should be or could be five and two or better uh, instead of two and five. So uh, I just think that that validates the expectation when you actually watch uh, these games and you see how they've been losing and giving away games. So have they not, had they not been doing that, we'd be able to say the P word with uh, some conviction and confidence instead of saying it in a very mocking fashion. So um, it wasn't an unreasonable expectation uh, as far as what it means for the coaches to be determined. Uh, the Haslam's have a history of being impatient uh, Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Berry have shown themselves to be inflexible at times with uh, their beliefs and their formulas and their philosophies. Um, they've both done good work at times, and they've both not done good work at times. So, um, you know, special teams, I think, is a disaster. Uh, that surprised you, by the way? No, okay. uh, not really. I mean, special teams for the Browns have been a disaster since Chris Tabor left town, so... Um, they should probably try and hire him back. <laughs> I'm dead serious, by the way. I would totally try and hire Chris Tabor back. He was really good at his job. It's why he survived so many coaching changes. Um, but you know, defensively, like I, I think that's more players than Joe Woods. Now, maybe the scheme that Joe and some of the things that he's asked them to do a little too complex than they need to be, but. Like, are you going to tell me that magically Joe Woods all of a sudden uh, decided against the Ravens he was going to call a good game? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so I, I just – I think the players have to bear a lot of the responsibility for this team's failures through seven weeks. I'm sorry. I just – All right. I, 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 <laughs> they're just too talented to be this bad. Can I take that to another step? Sure. The coaches didn't acquire the players. Yep. Okay. You see where I'm going there? Oh, I know where you're going, and it's 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 a legitimate question to ask. Okay. I mean, what uh, what draft pick of Andrew Berry's has had a mega impact on this football team in the last three years? That's a real valid point. Looking ahead to Monday night, um, are the Bengals the best team in the AFC North right now? Ooh. Um... Coin flip between them and Baltimore. Coin flip. Yep. Okay. I think it's a coin flip between them because they both they both have their issues. Both teams have their issues. Neither team is is perfect. 
Cincinnati, obviously, they started slow. They have seemed to find found their stride, and they're picking, especially on the offensive side with with Joe Burrow. Um, but I I I think this division's coming down to Baltimore and Cincinnati, and in, in in quite the fight down the stretch. All right, Daryl, what do you got at ninety two three the fan right now? dot com. Uh, the latest on the uh, latest suit regarding uh, Deshaun Watson, which. Uh, does not appear the allegations do not appear to be as valid as they were presented to be. So uh, some sanctions were filed this week in Texas court, and you can read all about that uh, uh, on our website. Outstanding. Daryl, all right, we'll talk to you later, uh, and I'll talk to you on the podcast. You bet. Thanks, bud. See you, buddy. All right, he's Daryl Ryder.